Hello friends, my name is Paige Harmon and this is my podcast, Inexperienced at Life. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. It's so good to be back and I am just ready to dive into this episode. Um, I wanted to talk about um, some things that I've learned through like my journey in life and what I know and what I don't know about like emotional health and emotional well-being and kind of what I've learned through friends and family and other resources and therapy and therapists and so I just wanted to start off with saying I am not an expert I am not a therapist I am none of those things however I am a firm believer in that you can learn from other people and pretty much I've got most of this information that I'm going to share with you with from not only my experiences in life, but also from two main um, websites called CouncilWise and JourneyHome.com. And yeah, so I'm just going to jump right in and it's, we're talking about the difference between venting and emotional dumping. So you might be thinking to yourself like, what? I didn't, what do you mean? So let me just start off by saying that um, like my experience, again, my experience with emotions have taught me a lot and I made it one of my goals in 2021 to really work on having a better understanding of my emotions and where they come from, where they resonate, like what sets me off, what doesn't. And of course, when you go on a journey like that, it's not just going to be, well, I'm going to dedicate one year to it. It's a lifelong thing. However, I know we go through seasons in life and ebbs and flows where we can dedicate time to certain things um, a little bit more versus our entire life, per se, of uh, focusing on just one thing because there's so many facets of life. And so I just wanted to talk specifically about like emotional dumping and I wrote a blog post on this a while ago as well and um, I just wanted to talk about how I have and I still like I I have been an emotional dumper and I've also been an emotional dumpy and I didn't realize it until like I really read about it talked about it with other people like really got a sense of like what it was all about and so um, by rough definition, pretty much emotional dumping is when someone unloads or their emotions onto another person, which leaves that person confused and conflicted rather than at peace and with some sort of resolution. So you might be thinking like, well, isn't that just venting? But there's a big difference between venting and emotional dumping. And so let's talk about that. So let's talk about venting. Uh, We've all vented before. We vent to our spouse. We vent to our friends. We vent to our family. We vent on paper. We vent to ourselves. We vent to to God. We vent to whoever and whatever, right? Like 
venting is a thing and it's I think it's in you should be encouraged to do that because we all know when we keep like our emotions bottled up and if we're not able to to really truly feel how we're feeling either in that moment or allow ourselves to just really be in that emotion that it it's it's very harmful for our mental health and our emotional health we've all been there right where you've suppressed a a feeling or an emotion or something's like making you upset or triggering you and you try to suppress it and it just comes out in diff- either in different ways or it still tries to bubble up and you the more you try to fight it the worse that it gets and so we've all been there right so back to venting pretty much what venting is and again i got mo- these definitions from journeyhome and counselwise.com where venting pretty much is um <coughs> excuse me they stick to one topic there is a time limit so they're not just like rambling about it um they stick to one topic where it's like something specific is bothering them uh they don't blame they do not victimize themselves they show accountability for their part in the issue and they're open to solutions after expressing themselves and um that's keep that in mind when I talk about like the difference between that's venting and then now let's get into emotional dumping so if you're hearing about emotional dumping and you feel like either you've been dumped on or you are the dumper like just just take this with a grain of salt and we'll we'll dive into that a little bit later in the podcast but right now pretty much the bullet points that are by definition what emotional dumping is is it feels toxic and it overwhelms the listener with many issues so there isn't one topic um there's many issues going on it's repetitive Um, they don't respect your time limit. They don't respect your time. Um, they blame others. They also play the victim and there is no accountability in like what their part is in the issue. Um, they're not open to solutions. They feel the need to feel right and justified and they trump the ability to compromise with anybody. Um, they have victim type behavior and language and they're defensive with the need to blame possibly you or the other people. Um, the conversation is overwhelming and it's just like a dump load of issues that repeat the same issue pretty much like a main underlying thing. Um, and the conversation, of course, happens on their agenda. And again, that your time is not considered or respected. Um, and I think of that situation where venting versus emotional dumping, like venting, it's like you meet a friend for either lunch or something. And within that like hour and a half to maybe two hours you're having lunch, you talk about a certain thing that you want to vent about. And it maybe takes like 30 minutes for that venting to be over in the two hour period versus emotional dumping like it's the entire time you are there like I feel like they also monopolize the conversation 
um, and this is my own opinion, that they monopolize the conversation to the point where it's like all about them and they can do no wrong and it's the same issue and they just don't understand why like people can't understand them and it's everybody else's fault and so let's jump into what do you do if you are either the dumper or the dumpy so we'll go over both so if you are the dumpy Meaning if people are coming to you, whether it's one person or multiple people coming to you and you are feeling all the things that were mentioned up above under the definition of emotional dumping. So like you're feeling overwhelmed, uh, your time isn't considered, um, they're defensive when you try to come up with solutions, they feel the need to justify, there's no accountability, they're not open to solutions, they're repeating same issues over and over again. Um, it just feels toxic and not good, then this is what you should do. And this is my own opinion from not only like being a dumpy, but also being on the other end and just kind of what I've learned uh, through life. And also, like I said earlier, with talking with friends and family and going to therapy and talking to therapists. So one is to realize that you are being dumped on. Um, if you feel any of the, like I said, the uh, mentioned issues above from a friend or a loved one, then you are getting dumped on. So be self-aware, right? Be aware and be conscious of those cycles that happen over and over and over again that are that make you feel the way that emotional dumping makes a person feel. Like, just be aware. I feel like that's the biggest thing because some people are like, oh my gosh, like, they do this all the time. But if you're able to, like, catch on to, like, their cycle or their repetition or the way that they go about things when it comes to them emotional emotionally dumping, then I feel like you're one step ahead of the game being like, oh, I recognize that. I recognize what they're doing. So once you recognize that, then you can go into... The second step, which is to set clear boundaries with that person or or persons. So saying like, I no longer want to participate in these conversations anymore. When they start up just being like, I, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not participating. Like I'm not going to sit here and listen. Um, having natural consequences to those boundaries, meaning I'm not going to participate in this conversation like walk away, don't respond to the phone, don't respond to texts, things like that, conversations. Um, just don't. Just like completely, don't completely shut that person out because that's not what a boundary is. A boundary is letting people know like you are more than welcome to come within like my emotional fence and this is the gate to get in and out of. But if you're not respecting like my standards and my kind of my needs in this relationship then the gate's going to be locked and this is what's going to happen so I think that's a big thing with people is that and I'm even guilty of this too uh once we try to set boundaries uh we don't enforce them so then the people who are continually to emotionally dump on you they're going to continue to do it because you don't follow through on what you say you're gonna do if they continue to do it and it's just like a little kid right so if you're like 
xyz if you don't follow through with this like i'm i'm going to either take this away or you're gonna lose privileges well us humans are smart and we know how to like figure things out and manipulate right it's just human behavior so if that kid sees that you either as a parent or an adult that you don't follow through on your punishment or your consequence of them not respecting that boundary then they don't take you seriously and that follows through with being an adult and getting emotionally dumped on. So with that, one is realize that you're being dumped on. Two, set clear boundaries. Three is to realize boundaries take time and the person is not going to like them. I think this is the hardest part for me personally. It may be hard for you as well that things like this take time And sometimes I wish it didn't because I want to see change now. I want things to change now. I'm very much a person of like, if I'm putting in the work that I want to see change. But as I've gotten older and as I've lived life, like a lot of things, if you want to be good at anything, it takes time. And that includes if you want to be good at setting boundaries, it definitely takes time. And just know you are probably going to make those people very upset when you start when you start setting boundaries and if you go into that knowing that they're going to be upset realize that it's not you it's the boundary that you're setting that they are uncomfortable with here you ha- here you are you've been this person that has constantly been at their ever beck and call every single time that they either have a quote unquote issue or something's going on And then it drains you emotionally, leaves you feeling like overwhelmed and worse than when they either called or texted you before or had a conversation with you. That it's when they start to realize like, okay, oh, what's this person doing? They're going to get upset because uh, we as people, again, we don't like change and it's really hard to, for them to grasp this, but you need to, um, Know that these things will take time and that you need to stick with your boundary and you need to be solid with it. You also need to know that the person will probably not like it, but over time they will come to understand. And I feel like sometimes this is hard for me to say if you, meaning like, okay, so if you come from a place of love, it's... And that's how you should approach it. Like, I'm coming from a place of love because I want to be able to help you. But what you're doing to me is not not helping you, for one. But and also not helping me, especially for two. And sometimes I... um, If you've done any personality types or anything, like, I am a type 8 on the, like, Enneagram or Enneagram, however you want to pronounce that scale I'm a type eight with a wing of one so the eight is a challenger with a one being a perfectionist and so that's like a lot of emotion and a lot of um stuff going on not a lot of emotion I should say it's just that I kind of my love language quote unquote I guess comes off more abrasive meaning like I'm gonna tell you how it is because I love you and you need to hear it whereas it's not very um reciprocated well when I am like this is the down and dirty and you need to hear this so it's really hard for me to try to water it down for certain people who maybe are a little bit more 
I don't want to say sensitive, but I guess I'll use the word sensitive. Um, with their emotions, like they may take things a little bit more personally. They may think that like they're being attacked when I'm like, no, I'm setting boundaries. This is what's going on. Um, but I love you and I want you in my life, but I want to know that the way you're going to reciprocate my love is by listening and respecting that boundary. So it's, <laughs> I'm a mess guys. I'm a huge mess and I need this just as much as you do. And so, okay. So it boundaries pretty much create better relationships and each party knows what is expected. So I always go into like from this journey I've taken with understanding my emotions a little bit better and understanding like where they come from and uh things like that it's just <laughs> I've learned that it's it's a lot it's hard and it's hard being human it's hard trying to um I pretty much lost my train of thought guys sorry but it's hard to set and keep boundaries like if you're like me even though I'm a challenger type of personality or um, I'm trying to remember on the Myers-Briggs what I am and I can't remember but it's pretty much the same thing or if like another personality test I'm definitely like a type four and that's like black and white thinking there's very little gray and then type three I'm like a type four and type three where I'm like I push to see results like I'm very self-motivated I want to see other people improve I want to see um improvement from them like I want to get things moving like I like to get things done I like to see the progress of things um I like to be the background of like getting stuff put together and seeing an end result and that kind of comes off different well it comes off different to a lot of people and you know I've really struggled this is a tangent by the way <laughs> I've really struggled with being okay with my personality type and maybe I should just go into talking about like why what personality type I am but here's a little blurb where I really struggled with um growing up and and just being in certain environments and like you know different growing up with different with parenting techniques and things like that and as I got older and I'm an adult like I am a lot more comfortable with who I am but I also really struggle sometimes with other people and I don't like confrontation even though I'm like no this is it's very black and white I don't like making people upset but at the same time um, I see things differently than some people do and I'm like well if you want the end result to be this way then this is what we need to do and with different personality types and with different people and with different backgrounds and upbringings and you have this giant onion <laughs> of layers of people that people just see things differently through different lenses, which I think is great. It's awesome. However, we need to understand, and I, I think this is what I was trying to get to earlier, is that boundaries, when everybody knows like what certain boundaries are set, I think it's easier to be yourself because we all know what bound like the boundaries are. So I take like getting married. If you and your spouse like know the boundaries and like expectations of family, finances, like intimacy, buying a house, all of the things, 
you're not going to know all the things before you get married because, of course, there's a learning curve after. But if you're on the same page with, like, disciplining your kids to what kind of lifestyle that you both are okay with, then those are the boundaries that you set, you know what I mean? And so either party, and those are always changing, ebbing and flowing and improving or not. It just depends on the relationship, I guess, that... It's important to to have that so that people know. And there's a great book out there called Boundaries. And it's written by two psychologists that they explain that boundaries are like a fence around a house that you physically know like that is somebody's piece of property. Like you respect that boundary line. You respect that property line. And everybody knows like where it starts and where it ends. And... If we didn't have fences around our home and our property, then it's really hard for people to understand like, well, is this my yard or is this your yard? And where do you want me? Oh, you don't want my kids playing over there? Well, it's really hard for me to see that because there's no fence. And so you see where I'm getting at? Hopefully that gives you a good visual with like, kind of like (laughs) talking about being an emotional dumper or dumpy and versus venting and all that. So, <laughs> reeling it back into what we were talking about earlier. Um, <laughs> thank you for the tangent page. But <laughs> so, anyway. So, let's talk about if you are the dumper versus the dumpy. So, you are the one that is just like doing it and everything. So, again, let's start with one. It's just like the, the number one with if you're the dumpy. Realize that you are the dumper, just like if you realize that you are the dumpy. Um, it starts with you. Be self-aware that you're doing it and understand that you do this and it needs to change. So again, I feel like if we are able to be self-aware and recognize and realize like every time I talk to people, like they don't, they don't really want to talk to me anymore Um, like I'm really not getting what I want out of the person and notice like your own cycles. Notice the way that people react around you. Notice how you feel after. Notice like when something triggers you or sets you off that instead of like calling up that person and just emotionally dumping all over them that what can you do instead to, to kind of divert or or feel those emotions in the moment by yourself versus just like dragging everybody else down with you, you know, and I'm, uh, we're all guilty of this and I am too. So this is, like I said, this is just as much for me as it is for you. So one, be self-aware, be self-aware that you're doing it and jumping into number two, practice recognizing when you are emotionally dumping and stop. So just like if you're the dumpy, like change does not happen overnight and, um, give yourself some grace and give yourself a break. However, in order for something to change and in order for something that you want good in your life, it needs work. It has to be work. Anything good in this life requires work. So if you want to become a better person and stop being a dumper of emotions, then stop the conversation. 
and acknowledge you were dumping and apologize to that person and tell them that you're working on becoming better at not dumping all of that on that person. And it may take even the, that person that you're talking to calling you out and being like, hey, um, yeah, this isn't okay. Because I feel like if you, you acknowledge that and you let them know what you're working on, they can help you. And I feel like you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't do this alone, right? Like there is power in numbers. We as humans really like group stuff. It's just kind of been shown over time. Like if you're in a group for like AA or if you're in a group like weight lossing or a group exercise, like you're more likely to be consistent with it, to follow through on things, to have the help that you need because you have people there with you who are in the same boat per se to help you with like working through things. Maybe they've been through what you are going through and they can help you because I guarantee that person that you're dumping on, they have done that to another person as well. So if you just let them know, like, I am so sorry I am, I'm stopping this conversation. I'm like, I'm putting it on halt. I'm really trying to be better about not dumping my emotions on somebody. And I would have, I am sorry. I hope you accept my apology. And if that person is the good person that you need in your life, they will accept that and they will be like, that's okay. And if you need to mention to them, like, can you help me like recognize when I'm doing that in a way that can help me like move forward of not doing this anymore? I think that is just, I think that would be a great idea to be honest. Um, and if, if that doesn't work, that kind of leads me into number three, if it does or doesn't work. And I'm not saying if it doesn't work, because it probably will. Like, the more you do it, right? You mo- The more you do something, the more comfortable you are with recognizing, like, what you're doing or whatever. But I, I, I shouldn't say if it doesn't work. I, su- I should say, like, in addition to, you should probably journal your emotions. Number three, getting it on paper is better than taking it out on people. And I should do a lot better at this because I used to be really good Uh, working through what I was going through with like emotions and life and with utter chaos going around and just like feeling all the feels for some reason writing writing it out getting it out on physical paper getting that emotion out in the form of the written word can be very liberating and can be very helpful you can also if you're that type of person who likes to like look back at things like I am You can maybe see like a pattern and can see over time like what works, what doesn't, like what are the patterns that you see, what can be helpful, what's beneficial, what's not. And so sometimes just having like written down thoughts can be very helpful. If you're the type of person like I'm going to write it down and get rid of it, that's totally fine because hopefully over time you can see as you keep practicing being aware and letting people know that you're working on things and then writing and like throwing it away or whatever that you naturally just kind of pick up on those tendencies when you start to emotionally dump. And the fourth and final one is getting professional help. There is nothing wrong with getting help from a professional kind of like third party. They're not involved. They can give you some great 
some great insight on things. They can help encourage you and they can put things in perspective. And I would, I would have to add too that if you are the dumpy, if you need to get professional help from having people emotionally dump on you and if you're struggling with boundaries and if you're struggling with like the whole gambit of things, I would suggest professional help to you as well because it's, it's important. And you know, I think therapy and people who go to therapy, um, I think therapy gets a bad rap. And I think we should, I don't know, pretty much don't stigmatize it. You know, don't knock it till you try it. I mean, if you think like therapy's not for me, it's just where you bunch of sissies go to cry. And most of the time those people saying that have not been to therapy. And if they have been a therapy and they still say that I don't think they went with the intentions of getting help I feel like they were either forced to do it because if it's on your own will and you go to a a therapist who is specific to that's specific for your needs and your needing like you're needing help from they can provide some really great feedback and help and encouragement they're not the end-all be-all They're not the fix it, like I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to be cured. No, it's like in addition to you working on things and becoming a better person on your own, if that makes sense, right? So it's kind of like if you're doing all the things with like trying to live a healthier life, you're eating the right foods, you're trying to like figure out your sleep and... Um, less screen time and putting in your steps every day and exercising sometimes you may need a professional to be like well I really want now that I kind of got the foundations down and I'm working on those like I really want somebody to come in and help me either bulk up or lean out or I really need to get my food figured out so I need somebody to help me with like eating more plant-based or eating making sure I'm getting like my macros in so basically what I'm saying is in relation to if we're talking about physical health you would probably go to a nutritionist or a personal trainer or whoever to help you add on to like the foundations you've already been working on with your healthy lifestyle the same goes for emotional health as well like you need to be making sure that you are setting yourself up for success by doing the foundations by building upon them and making sure that you're making a conscience conscious conscious <laughs> conscious effort to be improving and there's nothing wrong with slipping up feeling like you've slid back or that you failed because there is no failure you're just always learning right you're always trying to improve as you go and I'm sorry but nobody has a manual for life everybody's life experience is different and it's going to be different every day and every year after that to the point that it's just unique to you so my final thoughts are emotions and situations can be difficult so emotions can be hard to handle certain situations can be hard to handle combine the two it's just hard it makes life tough right but we're human we're supposed to feel emotion we're supposed to have this amazing experience here on life and I feel like amazing also includes like the good and the bad 
Um, and with that, definitely have grace with yourself when it comes to whether you're the dumpy or you're the dumper or maybe you're both. <laughs> you know, maybe you are, maybe you really are both because I feel like at some point in time, our little Venn diagram does cross <laughs> in life where we're like, well, I'm both in certain situations and just have grace with yourself and know that change takes time and that you are not a bad person for feeling emotions, having emotions, any of that. So with that, I hope that you guys can take this and really just be more self-aware, get the help that you need, let others know that you're um, striving to create better relationships, set boundaries, not for for yourself, but also for others, whether you're the dumpy or the dumper. And I hope that you guys are able to move forward and be liberated by understanding and being self-aware of when it comes to your emotional health. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you later. Thank you.